right, let's begin. That was pleasant. Daf days of Subis. So the Mishnah starts off. There was a Takana. It was a Takanas Chazal. There was a Takanas Chazal. This, I think a lot of people are familiar with this concept that Chazal instituted that a Basula should get married on Wednesday. And uh, Almana get married on Thursday. Now, why does a psula get married on Wednesday, Davka? One of Ezra's takana was that Bezdin should sit twice a week. So he would sit on Monday and Thursday. That was when people would come in anyway to hear laning, so to get to hear Kriya Satara. So Monday and Thursday was what a time where the Bezdin would sit. So the Bezdin is sitting Monday and Thursday. So what's the, what's the, what does that have to do with weddings? Here's the thing. They used to have Kedushin and then a year later have Nesuin. Because of that, there was a large amount of time for the woman to potentially commit adultery. So if a man marries her and she's not a Basula, it's worse than nowadays. Because nowadays if you marry a woman she's not a Basula, it turns out she, she wasn't a Basula when you got married. But then... There's a legitimate concern that during that year she might have lived with someone else, in which case she was an Ashish. And it's a Saita, it's like a Saita. Once a woman commits adultery, the marriage is off. You can't stay together. So if a person lives with his wife right after the wedding and finds out she's not a Basula, we want him to go to court right away. Because if he takes time, if he takes time, we just started. We just started. It's good to have you back. Um, if he takes time, then then, um, then he might forgive her and he might be Michael and he look, might look past it. So we want it to be that the second he lives with her and there's no basulim, he goes straight to court. Now, just to clarify one point, what is the purpose of going to court? What's Bezdin going to do? So Rashi says Bezdin will, will send out messengers and maybe someone will find out the story. They're hoping for someone to come forward because it's not like Bezdin knows what happened. Also, Taisus makes an interesting point, which is a whole sugi in Daftas, which is called Pesach Pesuach. It's the sugi of most yeshivas start. So the Lamdish sugis. And that is, she's not going to be usher to her husband, by the way. It, unless he wants to, like, makes a nether. Like, she's not usher. Why? It's a sex veka. It's a double suffolk, right? Suffolk, maybe she was, she lived with someone before she got married. So she was just, you know. And even if it happened when she was married, maybe she was raped. So it's a svek sveka, so there's a percentage, it's, it's less than 50% chance that it's a problem. But, says Tysus, because we do like to clarify things, if possible, we do go to court. I just wanted to make that point. So the point is, so the Mishnah says, the Mishnah starts off at the beginning of Subas, the reason why they would, there was an institution for Basulas to get married on Wednesday is because the Bezdin would sit on Monday and Thursday, and therefore, if there was a problem, if she found, was found out not to be a Basula, she would go straight to court. Oh, so why in Almana on Thursday? So the Gemara is going to ask that later on. The Gemara is just going to explain, really, an Almana can get married any day because she's not a Basula anyway. They picked Thursday because that was the day that Hashem gave a bracha, uh, as a bracha to Adam Rishin and to Dogim. And, uh, but it's, it's just an opportune time. Th- Almana does not have to get married Thursday, technically. It's just an opportune time. So Basil's looking to see if she's a Susa or husband or not? Correct. Or what about like the, the price of the Basula? Do they, do they change it? Or no. They, no, they, they got to they gotta figure out what the story is. That's not the They're issue. worried about much bigger stuff. The issue yeah. Is this, this, uh, yeah, they got to figure it out. Now, by the way, the kasha you could ask, which is if Bezin sat on Monday and Thursday, why, you, why are we making people get married on Wednesday? You can marry, get married on Sunday. As long as you get married the day before right. Bezin sits, you could easily get married on Sunday as well. And that's the Gemara's discussion, right. the beginning of the Gemara. Okay.
So the Gemara says like this: Am Rabbi Yosef, Am Rabbi Yudam Rishmuel. Mepnei Ma Amru Basuli Nisus Liyem Ravi. Now this kasha is a very strange kasha. I'll, I'll translate the words literally. Why does a basula get married on Wednesday? Now, the kasha is out. The Mishnah said. The Mishnah, the Mishnah said why. So Rashi says that what was really bothering Shmuel was why Wednesday as opposed to Sunday. The problem with that is the Gemara is not going to answer that. The Gemara is not going to answer that right away. So Tysus says, Tysus explains like this. This is what really, this is what Tysus says. This is what actually happened. Rav Yosef did not understand Shmuel's question. Shmuel was actually asking, at least from Yosef, Rav Yosef's perspective, Shmuel was, what Shmuel actually was asking, by the way, was why Wednesday as opposed to Sunday. But that's not how Rav Yosef understood it. Rav Yosef understood that the question was, what nafkamina is it to get married on Wednesday? Like, give me a nafkamina. Give me a halachic ramification, other than getting married on Wednesday. Give me something else. That was what Shmuel was asking for. What's another nafkamina? Which is also a strange question, because we don't find that. Like, if, I, if you tell me a halacha, there's a nafkamina, will you need a second? But that, that was his kasha. What's the nafkamina? What's the halachic ramification of getting married on Wednesday? Other than getting married on Wednesday. <laughs> other than, if there's a problem, you go to bed in the next day. Like, give me another ramification. So the Gemara says... No, oh, there is, but he, it's a strange question. But that's that's the Gemara says. So he says, "Well, lafisha shaninu, higiyas man v'leinisu oichlus mishaloi v'oichlus betruma." The halach is like this: when they would get engaged, when I say engaged, they would do kedushin, and then a year later they would do the chuppah. The halach is that during that year they're quasi married. She's an ashes ish, but not a full. She's a full ashes ish, but the you know like for lashes and for death penalty, but she's not an ashes ish fully because they didn't do nisuin yet. The halach is that during that time period he does not have to support her financially. Also, rabbinically, if he's a kayan and she's a non-kayanus, she does not eat shuma yet. However, once the 12 months is up, it's his responsibility to marry her. If he postpones it, he now has to financially take care of her. So if let's say the 12 months is up, and then he's like, I'm not ready yet, I need a couple more weeks. During those weeks, he has to financially support her. Okay. So says the Gemara, you know what that nafkamin is? Let's say the 12 months are up on a Monday. So he can't get married till Wednesday, right? It's not his fault. It's Chazal said you have to do it. So during those two days that he's waiting, because it's from Chazal, he does not have to support her financially. Okay, so that's a nafkamina. So the nafkamina, so what's the nafkamina of getting married on Wednesday? If the 12 months are up on a non-Wednesday, he's allowed to postpone the wedding till Wednesday and there's no penalty on him financially. That was just like the minig. That was a minute. It was established minute. They would have twelve months, yeah, to give people time to get their finances in order. It wasn't like eleven months. No, it was twelve months. So the point is, so what's a nafkamina? What's a nafkamina of getting married on Wednesday? Why do you get married on Wednesday? So that if if the twelve months are up on a non-Wednesday, he has the right to postpone the wedding without having to pay her to support her financially. That's 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 the answer. Now here's the problem. Explain those 12 months again. After a person did Kedushin, they would have 12 months until Nisun. That was the minute ah, back gotcha. then. They would just have 12 months. They would have a 12-month period <laughs> of engagement period. So the point is, after 12 months, it's his financial responsibility to support her. If he postpones it, he has to support her. But if he's postponing it to get to Wednesday, it's not his fault. It's, it's, it's Takanas Chazal. So he doesn't have to, they're not going to penalize him for listening to Chazal. Okay, so Yochel, he gives man Yay, 
You might think that if the 12 months are up on a non-Wednesday, that he has to pay for the Mezaynes. Therefore, that's why the Mishnah says that she get married on Wednesday. So the question is, so what's the nafkamina? Why to get married on Wednesday? That way, if the if the twelve months ends on a non Wednesday, he doesn't have to support her. So the Gemara says the obvious question. God of Avram, I'm shocked by this. One's a Mishnah, one's not a Mishnah. You're telling me why do women get married on Wednesday? What's a nafkamina? And instead of answering the nafkamina from our Mishnah, you mentioned a nafkamina from a brisa related to penalties when it comes to finances. If I ask you, what's a nafkamina get married on Wednesday? You'll say, because the next day you can go straight to court. That's the answer. That's the answer. That's the nafkamina. That's, that's the halachic nafkamina. You say, well, what's a nafkamina? You tell me the thing not in our Mishnah? This is a Mishnah. That's a brisa. Go with the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, no, haitani v'haitani. They're both Mishnahis. But still, the Gemara says, the, the Mishnah has a halacha and has the nafkamina built in. All the information is in this Mishnah. And you ask me, why do women get married on Wednesday? And instead of answering so that they can go to beds in the next morning, you say, well, you know, there's an obscure Mishnah about penalties in 12 months. Like, that's, 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 that's a very strange way to go about it. So the Gemara says, you're right, there are words missing. This is what actually took place. Why is it that women get married on Wednesday? So that they can go the next day straight to court. Because court would sit on Monday and Thursday. Oh, this version is, he asks, then get married on Sunday. Right? Right? If the whole purpose is just to go to be, to be, get married the night before court. So you can get married on Wednesday, you can get married on Sunday. So get married on Sunday. The answer is, the answer is Chazal understood that it takes three days to prepare a wedding, to cook for the wedding. They didn't have refrigeration. And therefore, if the wedding was on Sunday, either they would lose food over Shabbos or maybe people would be tested to be Michal Shabbos. And therefore, you get married on Wednesday. That gives you Sunday, Monday, Tuesday to prepare. You get married on Wednesday, you go to court the Thursday. Beautiful. But now the Brisa says, now that you're telling me that there was an institutional requirement to get married on Wednesday, this also has a nafkamina related to the support, the financial support thing. That's not the main reason, but now that you mentioned it, oh, it also has a nafkamina. And now he says, uh, uh, and now that you instituted this concept of the takon of getting married on Wednesday and not Sunday, Therefore, if the 12 months ends on a Sunday, don't say, oh, then he could really get married on Sunday and he's postponing it. So he has to support her financially. No, he's not doing this. He is listening to Chazal. And Chazal said you have to get married on Wednesday. Therefore, if the 12 months are up on any other day, he's allowed to postpone it to Wednesday without a financial penalty. Okay. Now, you see when it comes to the 12 months being up, if he postpones it, he has to pay. He has to support her financially. But if he's postponing it to listen to Chazal, because it's out of his control. No, 12 months. No, everyone is allowed 12 months. That's a right. By the way, she might want 12 months. Because also, by the way, if she postpones it, she also loses out. Right? If he postpones it, he has to support her financially. If she postpones it, no way he has to support her. If she's like, I'm not ready to get married for a year, but I will take the weekly stipend. No, of course not. 
So if she postpones, and, ever, and she and the chassan and Kala both want 12 months. So if she, if she postpones it, no good. If he postpones it, he has to pay. Now we see from the Mishnah that if he postpones it due to Takanas Chazal, he doesn't have to pay. Now the question is, what if he postpones it because he's sick? So do we say, well, you're postponing it. Do we say, no, you see from this that outside of your control, this is out of your control, but it's not the same level out of your control because that's out of your control because Chazal is out of your control because of you. And that's what we're going to talk about to the next Ahmed. Uh, postponement, uh, whose fault it is, and, and trying to figure that out. Basically, if it's the guy's fault, he has to pay. If it's out of his control, he doesn't. Now we have to try to define what's out of your control. So the Gemara says, Lafika Cholahu, if he got sick, or she, or she got sick, or she, nida, or she became a nida. Now, by the way, the Rishonim point out from here, although technically you could marry a woman, she's a nida, we do accept that, and that's called chupas nida, but it's not preferred halachically, and it's a mess, it's, a, it's just a mess halachically, and it creates problems. It's not something we prefer to do, um, therefore a lot of times they would postpone it. The reason why we don't postpone it, first of all, they take birth control to try to avoid it, but the reason why we don't postpone it nowadays is because of the finances. You can't just you can't just postpone a wedding five days. It doesn't work. Back then you could. It wasn't as big of a deal. So, well, yeah, but... Yeah, but I think that the, the, I think they probably can... They probably can tell going in, like, oh, it's probably going to be Shas Vesta. She's probably going to see blood. We should probably just push it off. But the point is, that was uh, when it says that they didn't want to get married by neither. It's not that they couldn't. It's just that it was a preferred thing to push off. And it was considered an oinus. So if he got sick or she got sick or she's a nida, he doesn't have to pay. Why? Because you see from this that if he's postponing it due to an onus, like Chazal, or in this case, the onus is illness, it's not his fault. That's the first version. But Ikad de Bay Lami Boy. Some instead of saying definitively he doesn't have to pay, some actually ask that kasha, meaning Khalohu Mahu. If he got sick, does he have to pay? Do we say, well, he doesn't have to pay when he's postponing it to Wednesday because it's out of his control? So too is also the guy is sick, he's out of his control. Or do we say no? In the case of Takanas Chazal with Wednesday, it's not just an ones, it's an ones. Of Takanas Chazal. It's not like, it's not just, oh, it's out of my control. It's out of my control to listen to Chazal. This is just out of your control because you're not well. Right. Maybe you do have to pay. But it could be Chazal only uh, removed the dispensation when it was listening to them. But when it's Stam out of your control, maybe Chazal felt that you should have to pay because they want to protect the woman, maybe. Or Imtim Siloimer. She's getting paid financially. She's being supported. This is to protect her. It's that he doesn't just uh, drag her around. Because again, she is married to him, right? They did kedushin, so they, he, he he does. He, it's not like it's not like we're making him pay for like a random girl. Like they are married. It's just not fully married. The Gemara says. Um, Let's say Let's assume that if he's sick, he has to pay, because it's not considered an ones to the level that would exempt him. What if she's sick? So what would that mean? She's sick. Then, so what are the two sides? Do we say that he says to her, "Listen, I'm ready to get married. You're the one who's sick. I'm ready. I, I shouldn't have to pay because you're sick." Or perhaps she can say, "Your your field got ruined." Meaning, who's obligated in Puravu, the man or the woman? The man. If something were to happen to postpone the wedding, even if it's due to her illness, she could say, that's your mazel, that's Hashem punishing you. So the fact that she's sick is not really, it's not her fault, 
It's his fault. And it's Hashem punishing him because he's Chayiv and Puravu. So it's Zabchus it's your mazel. So therefore he should have to pay. Because it's considered his, it's not, it's not, it's kind of his fault. Anytime it's his fault, he has to pay. That's, that's the Shiloh. Okay, let's assume that she could say that, and he does have to pay, and it is considered his fault, because any illness due to her, any time there's a postponement due to her that's out of her control, it's like Hashem sending a message to him through her, okay? What if she's a nida? Well, well, okay. The Gemara says, "Bishas Vesta." If it's at a time of the month where she normally sees blood, let's say she normally sees blood these five days, and she saw blood, then that's not God sending a message. That's just poor planning. That's poor planning, as Adam would say. That's that's not God sending a message. That's right. Don't she's postponing it. So normally he should say, "Why should I have to pay?" The answer is because it's God sending a message through the wife. Okay. But if she's seeing blood when she's Anida, when she's normally Anida, that's not God sending a message. That's that's just poor planning. Go to the next page. She can't say that that's God sending a message. The case is where she she saw blood not at the right time. So, what's the Shailah? Do we say that because it's not in the right time, it's like an illness, and it's Hashem sending a message to the man through the Kala, and it's his fault, and she, he should have to pay? Some people do have their Vestas changed. Some women do see blood at times that are not normal, so therefore it's considered not a message from God. That's just life. That's just, you know, it's not... Hashem ruining his mazel. It's just dumb. It happens sometimes. It's not, you know, it's not his fault. It's definitely not his fault. So it's not her fault either, but it's not his fault. So he shouldn't have to pay. So that's the kasha. The kasha is in these scenarios, does he have to pay? So the Gemara says, I'll, I'll tell you, the, the, the end is, there is no conclusion. It's inconclusive. But the Gemara wants to answer it from the Brisa. The Brisa says the time came v'loy nisu. V'loy nisu is she is they did not get married. Meaning, the implication is that she was also a factor in not getting married. It doesn't say v'loy nasu like Katani. V'loy nasu means he chose not to get married. It says she didn't get married either. Meaning. The Bryce is referring to a scenario where she's also at fault. So the question is, if she's at fault, why is he paying? Right? Pashtus, the only time he pays is when he's at fault. Right? If she's at fault, if she's delaying the wedding, he shouldn't have to pay. So it should say, Lo Nasu. He doesn't, he didn't get married, then he has to pay. It says Lo Nisu, which means she also didn't get married, which implies that she's also involved. What's the case? It must be this case where she's Anida or she's sick. It must be referring to that scenario, and you see that he has to pay. Because if it was just referring to the classic case of him postponing it, it should say lo nasu. So the Gemara says lo nasu lo katani el lo nisu. So hechidami, what's the case? If she postpones it, kishtam, she's not interested. Right? The twelve months comes, he's ready to get married, and she's like, nah, I'm good. Of course, why should he have to pay? Why should he have to pay? She's she's postponing it. It must be the case is what we're referring to, where she's sick, or she became a nida, and therefore the Mishnah says she's choosing not to get married. Not that she's choosing, but she's involved in the decision not getting married because she's sick. or she. And you see, he has to pay. Because it says, and it doesn't say, so the Gemara says, Really, Ravashi says, any oinis, he does not have to pay. 
So if she's sick, he doesn't have to pay. If she has a need, she doesn't have to pay. So why does it say lo nisu? It should say lo nasu. It should say that he is postponing it. It's just the earlier part of that Mishnah uh, had to be talking about the woman as well. So the end kept uh, talked about the woman as well. But it's it's not uh, meaning it's don't don't read anything into the word lonisu. And therefore, if either of them, therefore, it's possible that he only pays if he's the reason for the postponement. But if she's sick, he doesn't have to pay. We don't say that it's his fault. We don't say it's God messaging him through her. Again, we don't know. It's inconclusive. No, messaging means he'd have to pay. Yeah. Well, it's it's probably not a good thing. I don't know. I mean, it's probably not. I mean, nestaplus a means it's bad mazel. I don't know. It's not a good thing. I don't know what the message is. When I say message, it just means that he's at fault partially, because Hashem wouldn't do this. Meaning, basically, when she's sick and the wedding is postponed, it's not poor Kala, it's poor Chasen, because he's not able to make kind of mitzvah. That, that's, that's not the Gemara looks at. Yeah. Okay. From here until the end of the daf, the Gemara deals like this. The, the basic premise till now is he has to pay when it reaches 12 months. And that's a penalty. Unless it's an ones. Right? If it's out of his control... Right, like the Takanas Chazal, right? He he's ready to get married, but he's waiting till Wednesday. It's out of his control, not his fault. If it's out of his control, it's not his fault. Says the Gemara, That's not how the halacha works by gitten. Meaning, if you make an, a, a tnai, you give a woman a get, and you say this get takes effect if I don't uh, fly a plane in the next twelve months, and then the next twelve months you tried your best. And mamish and oynus happened, that all the planes were out of your control, mamish and oynus. So by the 12-month penalty, we say, listen, it's an onus, it's not your fault, don't worry about it. Not by getting. We don't say, listen, he tried, it's out of his control, not a good get. No, if you gave a get and you stipulated, this is a get, if in the next 12 months I don't do A, B, and C, and you don't do A, B, and C, even though it's completely an onus, it's a get. We don't care about the reasons, we care about the results. So when it comes to the 12-month thing, we care about the reason. We don't just say, well, it's been 12 months, you have to get married, you have to penalty. No, 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 why? Oh, it's onus, okay, fine. But not by getting. The getting, we just care about the results. You made a stipulation, did you fulfill the stipulation? No, then you're out. It's a divorce. No, we're going to see why. We're going to try to think, at first, we're going to try to bring sources, and then eventually we're going to decide this is not a source, this is Takanas Chazal. But the basic premise is, again, just to understand the case, the case is you made a tenai by a get, and you were not able to fulfill that tenai. Meaning, this get is a good get if A, B, and C takes place, and then you weren't able to fulfill that. It, it doesn't matter. Whatever, the t- it doesn't matter. The, the, it's, the stipulation is done. Rashi says, um, Rashi says the case is just a very simple case. You give a woman a get and you say, this is a get if I don't show up in the next week. If I'm not here in the next week, it's you're, you're divorced. Six days later, he's screaming. He's like, he's calling. I, 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 I'm trying my best. I, I'm a flat tire. We're not divorced. We're not, yeah, you are. You made a stipulation that the get will be nullified if the stipulation is, is met. The stipulation was not met. The get is good. That's it. I don't, I don't care. I don't care about reasons. 
Divorce is divorce. That's right. While the other situation... We care about. We care about why you didn't fulfill it. By getting, we don't. You made a stipulation. Did you fulfill stipulation? No? Then okay. Probably it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Meaning, meaning, correct. Meaning, the point is, we just care about results when it comes to gin. We don't care about why you didn't do it. We don't give up, up, up. You made a stipulation. Did you fulfill it? No. Then the stipulation was not met. And then whatever happens, happens. Meaning, and then if it's a divorce, good. If it's not a divorce, meaning, however, you made the stipulation. But we don't care about why. We don't. We don't care if it's the woman's fault, the man's fault. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Correct. I don't. I don't. I, I, yeah, we don't. We don't even care. Yeah, we don't care if it's anybody's fault. Yeah, we just. We just care about the results. It's result based. So the Gemara says, "Minale lo rab. Amakasav rab. Enoyis begin. Minale rabaha. How do rab know this? Ilema hadetanaz. We're going to try to find the source for it. We're not going to be able to. But the Mishnah says like this: Harezekitich imloy basi mekan vatshnei masachoydish. This is a divorce. If I don't come in between now and twelve months, you're divorced. Now, let me just explain. The Tanakama and the Chacham, the Tanakama and the Rabbi Senu. It's in Tanakama and the Rabbi Senu. They argue about what that means when you give a woman a divorce. You say, This is a divorce if I don't show up in 12 months. The question is, does that mean that you're divorced retroactively from the time of giving or only after 12 months? It's a machlaikis. The Chachamim feel that it's from after 12 months. It's not retroactive. So if you give the divorce, um, the divorce January and you say, this divorce will take place if I don't show up by December, then if he doesn't show up by December, they divorce in December, not, not January. That's the Rabbonin's take. The Rabbi Seinu disagree, but that's the Tanakhama's take. Okay. Therefore, oh, so he says, Umes, so if he dies during those 12 months, Enoigat, he's not divorced. Why? Because the divorce takes place after the 12 months. Once you're dead, you can't be divorced. So, the, meaning it's after 12 months. So, if the death happens, then he's not divorced because he died already. You can't, you can't divorce, you can't be divorced after death. Doesn't work. Once you're dead, you're dead. Because you can't just wait till December and say, oh, now no. divorced. That's the Chacham Shid. Again, the Rabbi Seinu disagree because they feel it's retroactive. If you feel it's retroactive, then 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 yeah. it will work. But but that's not that's that's not the Tanakh Kamashita. Oh, what's that? Raya Mesu didn't get the implication is it's only not a get because he died, and therefore it would take place after Hachal. Let's say he was sick. Right? He says it's a get if I don't show up in twelve months, and he doesn't show up. Then it sounds like Haraz a get. It sounds like it's a get. Meaning we don't, it doesn't sound like we care. I mean, the person died. Nowhere does it say like, well, that's not his fault. The reason why it's not a good get is because the get is taking place after death and you can't be divorced after death. But it doesn't sound like we care about the excuses. He's not like, well, I would have showed up, but I died. Who cares? So the implication is, it says a case of death. The implication is, if he was sick, it would be a divorce. Because he says, if I don't show up in 12 months, it's, it we're divorced in 12 months, and he didn't show up. Ah, he's sick, don't care. That's the raya because it said misa. The implication is dafka misa because that's that's uh, that uh, that uh, that uh, side halacha that you can't be divorced after death. The implication would be that any chayla, any oynis, would be considered a divorce, and we don't care about the reasons. The gemara says no. Again, the raya is from the fact that it said misa and it didn't say chayla. So you see that chayla that if he was sick, itaka would be a good divorce. The gemara says no. Maybe maybe divorce is also not good. Maybe if he was sick, it also wouldn't be a good divorce. Maybe we care about excuses. So why did it pick a case of death, say chayla? 
The answer is, It's telling you a halacha that you can't be divorced after death. Meaning, uh, you said a case, right? You said, maybe she could just wait till de- December. He died in June. And she could wait till December and be like, well, he didn't show up, so we're divorced now. No, because you can't divorce after death, right? And then no yibam, right? All that stuff. You can't divorce after death. Maybe that's the chiddush of the Mishnah. I mean, maybe the, the Mishnah is not meant to be deduced anything regarding ones. It's just to teach you, you can't divorce after death. The problem is the Gemara says, no good. I already know that from the beginning of that Vraisa. The beginning of that Mishnah says, Hareza Gitach Imesi. Hareza Gitach, right? This is, this is my, he gives a woman a get and he says, listen, if I die, I want, you, I want to be divorced. So he's literally saying, I want to be divorced if I die, like divorce after death. Or, Hareza Gitach or I want to be divorced. However, this Chayla ends, I want to be divorced then. The problem is the Chayla can end in death. So you can't, you're basically saying, I want. 50% I want this divorce to take place after death. Can't do that. It doesn't work. So you already know that you can't divorce a woman after death from the beginning of the Mishnah. The end of the Mishnah, which repeats the same halacha, it can't be repeating it. It must be teaching you that dafka death, there is no divorce because that would be divorce after death. But if it was a chayla and he didn't show up, it would be a divorce. And we don't care about ones. You can say, though, I want to get to take place a second before I die, if I die. Correct. But he didn't do that yet. That's also in that mission, but correct. So, basically, if I already know from the beginning of that mission that there's no divorce after death, the end of the mission, which is repeating the same halacha, that there's no divorce after death, why? It must be teaching you that dafka death, there's no divorce after death, but if he didn't show up because of a chayla, there would be a divorce. And we don't say, like, the guy's like, listen, I couldn't make it because of a chayla. I don't care. You see, we don't care when it comes to getting, we, we just care about results. The Gemara says, eh. The Gemara says, no, maybe like this. The beginning of that Mishnah teaches you there's no, there's no divorce after death. The second part of the Mishnah, which was, you give a woman a divorce and you say, This is your divorce. You give it in January. You say, we're divorced in 12 months if I don't show up. He dies in June. We said it's not a good divorce. Why? Because he died in June. The divorce takes place after 12 months. We said, why do you need that? So what's the Chiddush of the Mishnah? There's no divorce after death. I already know that. It must be teaching you. Chayloba. says, no, forget that. Maybe the Chiddush of that Mishnah is that that is a case where it's not retroactive. Meaning, the first case, the first part of the Mishnah is there's no divorce after death. The second part of the Mishnah was you give a woman a divorce in January and you say, listen, if I don't show up by December, we're divorced. Dies in June. So what did we say? The Rabbosenu say it's not a good get. Why? Because the divorce will take place in 12 months. And in 12 months, he's already dead. But I already mentioned that, that that's the Tanakhama. The Rabbosenu disagree. And the Rabbosenu are the Bezdin that was Mater oil. So it's the Bezdin of Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda's Bezdin disagree. They say that when you give a divorce to a woman in January and you say, this is divorce if in 12 months I don't show up, you actually mean retroactive. It's a machlaikis of what the guy's intention is, basically. So maybe the reason why there's a Mishnah, the first part of the Mishnah teaches no divorce after death. The second part of the Mishnah is repeating that concept. You say, well, what do you have to repeat it for? And don't tell me it's to learn anything out about Onsim. No, 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 no. It's telling you that when you give a divorce to a woman, you say, that does not mean retroactively. It's just explaining, it's clarifying what the person's intention is. His intention is not to say retroactive, like the Rabu Senu say. Rather, he means, you will be divorced in 12 months if I don't show up. And if the guy dies, 
then there's no divorce because there's no divorce after death. So basically that Mishnah is repeating there's no divorce after death twice. And you'll say, what do you have to teach it for? The first one is to tell you the main concept, there's no divorce after death. The second one is to tell you that in this scenario, your intention is not retroactive. Your intention is that the divorce will take place, as opposed to how the Rabbi Hussein understood it. They said, they understood it as saying that it's retroactive. It's a machlekes of what the guy's intention was. But each one is needed, and we have no yet idea that ones regarding other regarding an illness and all the things we, we do not yet know whether that's significant. So the Gemara says, "Okay, you're right, Seifa. Go to the end of that brisa, the end of that mission. The end of the mission, clear as day. It says, you give a woman a divorce and you say, Me'achshav. Now, Me'achshav means it is retroactive. That's clear. So you give a, div- a woman a divorce in January and you say, Listen, if I'm not here in December, we are divorced retroactively from January. Okay. And then he dies in June. So retroactively, right, he'll, he'll be divorced from January. It's a good get. Oh, so what do you see? Is that an onus? Yeah, it's an onus, right? Right. We, we, we started by saying, we're trying to bring a proof that when you give a woman a divorce with a stipulation, and the stipulation is not met due to means out of your control, we don't care. I don't care about excuses. I care about results. Yeah? What's the source? That's a pretty good source. You gave a woman a get in January, and you said, listen, we're divorced retroactively if I don't show up in December. Did he show up in December? No. Was it out of his control? You betcha he, was, he died. That's, that, there's no greater onus. Then death. And if you'd ask the guy in Shemayim, they'd be like, hey, you're divorced. And he's like, no, but I wanted to show up. You'd be, you're dead. I'm like, oh, it's out of my control. What do you see? We don't care about out of your control. We care about results. And in this case, did he show up in December? No. So when does the get come? Retroactively. It goes back. Well, you have to wait till December, then retroactively it goes back to January. But what do you see? You see that when it comes to getting, we care about results. Because if we were to take factors in, I think death would be a big one. And we would say to the woman, listen, you're not really divorced. He's like, but what? He said it's a divorce if I don't show up. Yeah, but he, you think he meant that? What, you think he meant death? Of course not. So that's an onus. There's no greater onus than death. So you see that an onus is, we don't care. Can she trim during that time? When he says, my job? So it's actually interesting. She'll probably have to pay. She'll have to pay retroactively. She'll have to pay pay back all the money. Meaning at that during that year she could legitimately eat, she's married, but then she'll probably retroactively have to pay the money to No. Meaning at the time, right? He gives her a divorce. Oh no 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 I mean up to up to up to June. Oh yeah. During that whole year, meaning the retroactive part the first six months she could continue eating but then she'll probably have to pay it back. Because retroactively she was she was divorced. She'll have to pay for like room and board, right? Because she's staying in his house. That's a, um, so here's the deal. So that's a pretty good raya, right? That's about, a pretty good. What about if he's a coin? That was his kasha. I I, I don't know. I oh, I, I, I actually think, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't know, I feel like once you give a divorce with these stipulations, they would stop eating truma out of doubt. I just feel like that would make sense. No, but. It- no, no, but I'm saying it's retroactively. So she's been eating um, truma for a whole year when she wasn't allowed to. That's what she's saying. We know it allowed her. So to yeah, yeah. So I, I, oh, so I, I, I'm just saying. First of all, I think lechachila we would have stopped her. Bidi Evid, she would have to pay back the truma with a penalty. Chaymish, I don't know. I don't know about a chaymish. 
retroactive. Yeah, then that's that's the whole thing. You have to start. You have to sort of look back with like different lenses. But the point is, you see from here, this is the raya. So the raya is again. We'll, we'll end up in, in, in two minutes. So the raya is. We're looking for a raya that by by getting we don't care about excuses. We just care about results. So be here. You gave her a get in January to take place in December. If he doesn't show up retroactively, he didn't show up in December, but not because of an ones, because he died, and we don't care. So you see that when it comes to getting, we don't care about onsen. The Gemara says, eh. The Gemara says, maybe not. Dilma mez dafka delinichale de tapal kameyavam. That's interesting. The whole purpose of Yivam, right? It all comes back to Yivam. The whole purpose of Yivam is to continue the brother's name. But there were probably a lot of brothers that did not, they were deceased brothers who probably did not want to see their wives like marry their brother. Marry their brother, right? Maybe, in general, if a person makes a stipulation and the stipulation is not met due to an ones, we will actually cancel the get, generally. But why in this case do we not, right? He gives her a get in January and he says, hey, we're divorced retroactively if I don't show up in December. He dies in June. And we said he's divorced, but why? It's an ones. If you go to in heaven and say to the guy, "Hey, you know, you know, you're getting divorced," like we expected him to say, "No, no, I'm coming, I'm coming, I can't, I can't," and it's out of control. You see, we don't care. The Mercy says, "Well, maybe in that case is different because maybe he wants her to be divorced so that she doesn't do evil. So maybe in general, in ones." When the guy's screaming, I don't want to be divorced, I don't want to be divorced, this is out of my control, I want to break, the, I want to... Maybe we do accept that. In that case specifically, though, we don't look at the excuse, we look at the result, only when it comes to death, because maybe we assume the guy did not want his brother to marry her. So, like, if you'd ask him... Like, basically, it's like this, like... In general, we're trying to figure out, right? You, you, it's, it's pretty. You basically, want to. Then they should have made a different. Should have made a different stipulation, like I said before. Yes. If they get the second before I die. If well, I correct, die. but but let, let me just explain the gemara, and then and then I think it'll be clear. We're you you give a woman a divorce. We'll stick with the case of Rashi because you asked about the reverse case. I, I'm not sure now. It's kind of throwing a wrench into that, but let's go with Rashi's case. You give a woman a divorce, and you say, "Hey, we're divorced if I don't show up in a week." Six days later, you're calling, and you're like, I'm trying my best. I, I flat tire. I want to come. I don't want to marry Shen. I don't want to marry Shen. He's crying. She's crying. And Chazara, like, divorced. Don't care. And what's the source? The source is this case. You give a woman a divorce on, on January. If retroactive, if I don't show up in December, the guy dies June. And we say, well, you're divorced. So therefore, it's the same. But the Gemara is like, maybe it's not the same. Because in that case, the guy's crying on the phone, screaming, I don't want to get divorced, I don't want to get divorced. In this case, he's dead. Now, we just assume, oh, he's probably crying in heaven. No, maybe he was very happy. Maybe he wanted this all along. Maybe his, it, when he gave the divorce, he thought of two things. If I come back and I'm happy, great. And if I die, I'd rather her be divorced than marry my brother. So maybe that's not equivalent. I mean, maybe in general, when the guy's screaming, I don't want this to take place, I don't want this to take place, his lack of desire to get divorced is enough to cancel the get, but not in this case, because in this case, maybe he actually wanted to get divorced, as opposed, meaning, yeah, I'm sure he'd rather be alive, but once he knew he was going to die, he probably would rather get divorced, perhaps. So it's not equatable. The issue would be, in your case, the reverse case. But, but okay, but the point is, so maybe, maybe the answer is we always go with Rutzon. And when a guy's screaming, he doesn't want to get divorced, he doesn't want to get divorced, I want to fulfill the stipulation, I can't, maybe we will actually listen to him. And in this case, he's dead, but maybe he wanted to get divorced. So we're still looking for that source of, we don't care about the excuses, we just care about the results. And the says, okay, I have a good one. 
A man gave a wife a divorce and said, if I'm not back in 30 days, we're going to get divorced. Which, by the way, they probably do this all the time because to avoid Aguna issues. Because right? they would travel, there was no way to contact them. Go to war. Right? So, so you, give, you give her a divorce and you say, if I'm not back in 30 days, we're divorced. Okay. Awesome stuff It's the last day of the 30 days. Poske Mibara. He's on the opposite side of the river. He missed the ferry. And he's screaming, Chazud Asoy, Chazud Asoy, see, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> and the Gemara says, Amr Shmuel, Lav Shmimasya. Shmuel says, no, you're not here. You're on the opposite side. You're not, you're not in the city. You said you'll be in the city. You're not in the city. You, you said you'd be back here. You're not back here. You're in a different city. No good. So that's, and they're divorced. So that's an example. That's Mamash, a clear-cut example. The guy made a stipulation couldn't fulfill the stipulation due to out of his control. He's screaming, I'm here, I'm here, you see me. I, uh, no, we don't. Bye-bye. So you see the divorce. Oh, so you see that we don't care about reasons, we care about results. So the, and huadin, all other out of control onsen. The Gemara says, ah, Dilma onsen de shrikhe shani. De kivin de boi la snu yevuloi osnu. Iu dafsin nafshe. The Gemara says, maybe not. That's the, probably the most common problem. If you say you're going to be back in 30 days, the biggest problem is, it's, it's a very easy, that's out of your control, but it's very easy to anticipate. Maybe because it's so easy to anticipate, he should have stipulated. If I'm not back in 30 days, we're divorced, unless, unless I'm, I'm trying and you see me and I can't make it. So because he didn't stipulate, he sort of ruined his own chances. But if it's an ones that like, he was taken as a captive of war, it's like, who could have seen that coming? He fell in quicksand. Like... I mean, the point is, the Gemara, is, the Gemara, that's an example of an ones, but it's an incredibly, um, um, it's an ones that happens very, very often. So maybe he should have stipulated, because it's so often. But an ones that never happens, it's like, who could have seen that coming? You know, aliens abducted him for, for 10 days, and then he came back, and they're like, oh, you missed the 30 days. He's like, yeah, I was abducted by aliens. Like, who could have seen that coming? So maybe, maybe, maybe there's different levels of onsen. In onus that happens very often, that, that will penalize the guy because he should have stipulated. In onus that never happens, not. So we're still looking for a source. So the Gemara end one with this. The Gemara's answer is there is no source. Really? If you give a stipulation, a stipulation is not met. It is biblically not a divorce. Because I'll made it a divorce. Why? It's very simple, and that is like this: you have you have a, you give a woman a divorce. You say in thirty days, if I, I have a certain stipulation is not met in thirty days, the truth is, if you don't make the stipu- if you don't meet the stipulation and it's out of your control, it's not a good get. But Chazal just said like this: it's always going to be a good get. I don't care about excuses. I want I want results. Why? The Gemara says, Elorava Svar Denafshikam. Rava says it's a Svaras Chazal, and that is Mishum Tznuis or Mishum Prutzis. It's to protect women that are very, very holy women and very inappropriate women. How so? Mishum Tznuis, the Amrit Loi Havigita, Zim, go to the next page, Deloi Onis, Visavra Da Onis, Umiagna Vyasva. If you, the truth is, when a man doesn't reach the stipulation and it's out of his control, it's not a good get. You know what's going to happen? A very, very righteous woman is going to get divorced. Legitimately. He's not going to reach the stipulation. Legitimately, it's a good divorce. But in her head, she's going to be like, but maybe it was an ones. Maybe it's an ones, and maybe I'm really still married. Huh? Meaning, 
Chazal decided, the truth is, if you don't reach the stipulation, it's biblically not a good divorce. But Chazal said it's always a good divorce. Why? To protect women that are very righteous and women that are inappropriate. The very righteous is the case like this. You have a very, very hush of a woman. Husband says, I'm, I'm leaving for a month. If I don't come back, we're divorced. The truth is, if he didn't come back because he wasn't interested in the divorce, if he was kept in POW camp, then the divorce is talking, not working. That woman is just going to say to herself after 30 days, the truth is, he didn't show up because he didn't like her, and they divorced. But in her mind, she's a very, very tenuel woman, she's a very righteous woman, she's going to say, maybe he was taka, it was taka notice. And maybe I'm still an ishish And the rest of my life, I'm not going to get married. I mean, she's going to make herself an aguna, a self-imposed aguna, because of the ambigu- ambiguity? ambiguity of... Is it an ones? Is it not an ones? And therefore Chazal is just like, no, no, I don't care. Always divorced. And the Gemara says this also protects women that are prutzes. You know what's going to happen? It's not going to be an ones. And she's like, no, it's not. And he's going to be like, I was taking a POW camp. She's like, eh. And she's just, I don't believe you. And she's just going to get remarried. And she's going to be like, it was an ones. And he's like, no, it wasn't. You're an ish. Nah, we're divorced. And the kids are going to be mamzerim. And therefore, because of this, Chazal just said nothing. Um, well, well, in the next Gemara we've seen many times, Afkin Rabbanu Kedushim Minei, Kiddush Bebiyah, Kiddush Biznos. All right, we'll stop here.